Today's show is sponsored by Howl.fm. It's like Netflix for podcasts. Howl just added new podcasts for all you football fans. Listen to all episodes of Harris Football directly on Howl. Plus, get exclusive access to more than 150 hours of original miniseries and audio documentaries and over 100 comedy albums. Go to Howl.fm slash beautiful to subscribe to Howl and start your free trial. Plus, if you sign up for an annual plan, you save 40% off the regular price. It's a full year of Howl for just $34.99. Go to HOWL.fm slash B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L to get a one-month free trial and the opportunity to get a discounted annual subscription for a limited time. That's HOWL.fm slash B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L. Before I hit play on this, hate to do a plug up top, but... Very excited to tell you guys I'm doing an off-Broadway show. And if you're in New York in October, you want to see it, www.careersuicideshow.com. Please buy tickets now. Thanks so much for putting up with that. Let's get to it. Hello, moms and daughters. This is Beautiful Anonymous. One hour, one phone call, no names, no holds barred. I'd rather go one-on-one I think it'll be more fun And I'll get to know you And you'll get to know me Call you're about to hear is from a young lady And she's uh, she's dealt with some, some hard stuff But she's got a pretty pleasant life going now And you'll hear She shares some things with us that are, are very sad But also there's just a lot of pleasant chatting Because she's a pleasant person And happy to tell you The first ever three-way call scenario unfolds beautiful anonymous about 40 to 45 minutes in i highly encourage you to listen through there because a three-way call goes down and man did it did it tickle me did it tickle me and i I think you'll enjoy it as well you'll also hear i want to say up front early in this call it's very meta she's discussing prior episodes of the show and i vent some frustration towards the listeners i want to apologize for that it's been very interesting this is the first call we recorded since i was away for six weeks doing shows overseas and it was so fascinating to see the feedback. All I had to do, I didn't have to do the show anymore, just watch the feedback. There is no episode of this show that everybody likes. It's impossible. Noodle Body, some people said, oh, that was really funny. You and that girl had a good rapport. Other people said, you were such a dickhead to that girl, man. The Hot Scoop episode, some people said, those poop stories, so funny, crying at my desk. Other people said, please never subject me to that again. That was foul. And also, you'll hear in this episode that you're about to listen to, we talk about the Make Fruit Baskets Great Again episode, the Trump supporter episode. And I was very I was very heartbroken to see so many people saying I just turned it off because I really think this show, what's so inspiring to me about this show is that we're listening to each other. And, and I wish we would listen to each other more in life, especially when we disagree with each other. It was so distressing to hear so many people turned off that episode just because they didn't want to hear anybody who would support Trump for any reason. And I think the people who did listen were rewarded because they started to hear about that human being and 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 her real life and and maybe what leads somebody to have the anger to vote for Trump but a lot of people never got there because they just don't want to listen to things they disagree with and I think that that's a it's a it's a bummer and I want to applaud everybody who did listen to the whole episode and, and let me know that because it mean it means a lot and I, I think everyone who's coalescing around the show seems to be very nice and seems to be really into hearing other perspectives and that means the world to me so thank you all for doing that I have talked enough Let's get to our call. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hello? 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 Hi. Hi. Is this Chris? It is. 
Well, I guess there would only be one other person on the end of the line at this point, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good, good call on that. <laughs> That's probably a good guess on my part. You know, How are you? I'm pretty, I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm doing pretty good. I just got, a, I got home. I was overseas for six weeks, and I got home yesterday, so I'm a little I, I saw some of your Instagrams. Oh, nice. I yeah. can imagine. So, yeah. like, what time are you... Are you? Is your mind in right now? Let's see. So we're recording this at just about four thirty p.m., but it feels to me like it's nine thirty p.m. Oh gosh. Well, I hope you're able to go to sleep after this. I mean, I, I don't know. My <laughs> wife, my wife's uh, punk rock band is playing tonight. I'm going to go catch Hiccup, watch her punk rock band. Oh shoot! I mean, you got to rally then. Oh, I'll rally. Put on your dancing shoes and you rally. Yeah, go out watch watch <laughs> my uh, my wife play some punk rock i'll go out and dance to that and then i'll collapse afterwards it'll be great oh hell yeah oh wait am i allowed to swear yes yeah, say whatever you want so what's the what what's the swear you want to say most i encourage you to just say it right now i don't know my favorite swear word is fuck i mean i feel like it can be applied to pretty much any sentence to make sense you know it's true yeah it's like it can be excited it can be angry mm-hmm. it can be sad yeah, it can it's be like a, the most versatile swear word there is. Can be a noun, adjective, a verb, adverb. That's what I'm saying. It is quite that exactly. quite versatile. I like that you thought hell was a swear word. You're a little old school. Well, I mean, I mean, depending on what I mean, generation you're talking to, it can be. Yeah, no, no <laughs> argument, no argument. So, I mean, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I've been trying to call in for a while. I actually, confession time, called in once before and then like totally freaked out and hung up. So Wait, you called, um, got through, and hung up? Yeah, well, I think, I don't actually think I got through. Maybe I did, but the, like, the thing was like, oh, the neck you'll be connected to the host. And I just like <laughs> had a mini like, oh, you were one of those. panic attack. Yeah, we get those sometimes. Sorry. Hey, that's Sorry. okay. Hey, if there's anybody who knows about but, having a panic attack, it's this guy right here. Oh, I feel that. <laughs> I feel like we have a lot in common when it comes to that. Yeah, I think a lot of listeners of this show are an anxiety. We're an anxiety-riddled breed of people, those of us connecting to really this are, show. We really are, aren't we? We are. We yeah. are. We completely are. <laughs> it's interesting. I feel like we all see the world a, di- a little bit differently. Yeah. Uh, credit to John Delore on this. He just noted maybe this show could be called Beautiful Stories from Anxious People. It's another alternate oh my title God, of the yeah. show. But not all. We've gotten <laughs> away. It's not, not everybody's anxious. We've got, we got some confident people in there, too. So anyway, what's... Uh, you, so you've called multiple times. So you need to, you have something you need to I get off your before. chest. You have something you need to get off your chest. I don't know. I mean, I just went to therapy yesterday for the first time in a long time, so I feel like she got the most of what I had to say. Oh, that's cool. But, that's um, cool. But I feel like I'm in a, I mean, better place to talk about all of it. Yeah, you just let me know. We can, I mean, we can chit chat. We can chit chat um, for an hour. We can talk about. We can talk about whatever you want. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I I just want to say that I really love your podcast and I think that you're doing a lot of good for a lot of people and have given a lot of people a really amazing outlet to just talk to a stranger. And I applaud your patience as well. Thanks so much for saying that. That's really nice of you. Anytime. Yeah. Of course. I think it's also given a lot of people a lot of different perspectives. I have to say the Trump episode was, uh, was something. And, uh, 
it was nice. I feel like well, a lot of times we don't give a lot of people an opportunity to even have their opinions heard. Yeah, I t- so that I one that drove was... me a little nuts. Uh, it drove uh, the the reaction to that one. It drove me a little nuts. I was, I gotta say, I was very heartbroken by the reaction to that. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I think I was a little upset listening to it at first too. But then I think after you stand back, it's like, well, I talk about my beliefs and all my sh- like everything that I think all the time. So why can't somebody else with an opposing political view, you know, talk about it? And I think it's important just to listen and to let those people be heard. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I tell you, I was really excited because I was like, wow, I bet, I bet for a lot of people, this is going to be the most uh, personal, the most personal look at a Trump supporter they get. And I had so many people tweet at me. I, I, I had to turn that one off after two minutes, man. I turned that one off after five minutes. People <laughs> going, fuck that lady. What to. an idiot. And, and it really disappointed me. To. It disappointed me. It disappointed me. It really did because I feel like this whole podcast is, you know, it's weird. It's about listening. And, and all these people have said to me like, oh, this podcast, it's a, what an original idea. And it's like, not really. I just listen. It's sad that listening is viewed as like an original idea. That's a sad thing. And I, w- I, I really want to push back against this idea that we're, we, uh, you don't listen to people just because you disagree with them. I, 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 I was bummed out. I was bummed out by the reaction to that episode. Yeah. I'm really sorry about that. But I, I mean, if it if it's of any help, I think that it was a really amazing episode. It's probably my favorite so far, and it was one that I agreed and related to the least. Hey, thanks. Because that's the thing too. Here's what got me about that, and we're not going to talk too much more about this because we can't have a whole episode that's just a review of a prior <laughs> episode. I mean, no, we could. No, it's no. up to you. We could just talk uh, about. I'd rather episode. not. I think I get enough of that everywhere else. For <laughs> but, sure. But I, uh, I, I tell you, like the, the. The thing that got me was I think if people did listen to that whole episode, that woman actually revealed a lot about her past and there was some pain there and some things there that when you listen, you remember, oh, actually people are not caricatures, they're human beings and these things come from somewhere. Yeah, I mean, there's so much more to people than their political views. Like, Uh she's she's a human being. Big time. um, So what are we going to talk about today that someone in the future can call up and analyze so you can then hear a future listener's caller's uh, analysis of you? Because, again, let's all remember, as we recently learned, we're in a chronotope here, so... Sorry. Oh my God, that episode! I literally felt like I was on drugs listening to some of those sentences. We can't. I'll tell you, I couldn't we can't just keep talking it. about older episodes. People are going to go nuts. Also, my shrink. This I is know, a good thing. My okay. my, sh- my shrink. Um, our therapy sessions. I had to ask her. I had to say, you know, like I don't think we can spend this much time. My therapy can't just be your, your reviews of my podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my shrink <laughs> listens. <laughs> So anyway, okay. What's amazing. the new? What new ground are you and I covering today? What new un- undiscovered territory will you and I venture forth into? Um, I don't know if it's undiscovered territory, but it, I think it's a different perspective on it. At least, um, I don't know. I think I'm in a super transitional part of my life right now. I uh, I graduated from college last year. Congrats! I um, have had shit tons of friends come and go lately. Um, physically just leaving at the, where I went to school and, um, and started a job, hated my job, started my business that's taking off, but still working at my job right now. So it's, I think I, all of that put together, I've always been an anxious person. I had some, some shit go down when I was 
um, when I was a kid that is, um, we can get into later if you wanted to, but I think I've been feeling, yeah. Um, a lot, lot of anxiety about being completely out of control in almost every aspect of your life. Um, I think being, uh, young entrepreneur and I'm doing air quotes for that because I don't even really characterize myself as that, but it's, it's scary. And I think that being out of school and away from family and having not a lot of friends around is, is scary. And hence why I went back to therapy yesterday, but, um, but it's, I don't know. I'm in kind of a weird, weird time of my life as a young person, as some would say. I get that. Where are all your friends going? Um, other cities. Los Angeles? I, all my friends I, go I to Los Angeles. Yeah, they're, I, without giving away too much, I guess, um, a lot are going to other major cities to pursue careers in like entertainment. So yeah. New York, LA, Chicago, all that jazz. I know that so feeling. kind of... I'm not it's young scary, and I didn't just yeah. graduate college, but every time someone goes to LA, I feel like when they say goodbye, I'm, it's I feel like I'm like at a funeral because I'm not gonna talk to him again, and that's on me too. But I, I miss my buddies. Yeah, I miss my pals. Yeah, and it's it's a uh, it's weird. Yeah, I went to a city, a school in a city that a lot of people just stay in to work after after they go to school. So when friends are getting jobs and just up and moving, it's like, oh wait. Wait, we weren't done, but I guess we've been out of college for a while, and people are just moving on in their lives. And I'm excited for them, but I'm also I'm just being selfish, you know, in that way. Well, but I get that. You think it's selfishness, though, or is it just, uh, you know, is it? it I don't know. Is it selfish I mean, to, to I'm miss obviously, people? Do you wish you were moving on? Do you wish you were moving on too? When you see them leave, do you say, "Why is that not me"? Um, yes and no. I think they're all, they're getting jobs in cities that I really would, I just want to feel a little bit settled for a little bit, I think so. And my job is mostly freelance. And so it's, I never in my, in my life will probably have that, that sense of that. But I think I crave a little bit of stability. Um, And I think that's what they're all getting. And I think I'm jealous of that in a sense which I'm just now realizing now as we're talking. Mm. <laughs> so, um, mm. I don't Look know. I felt selfish before for wanting them to stay, but I think it really is just, um, I don't know. I think I crave that stability. The stability of your friends. Yeah. I yeah. get it. I tell you, one of my best friends, he moved to L.A., chasing the dream, living mm-hmm. the dream, and that's a good thing. But we lost touch, and it's a bummer. Yeah, I texted I'm, him. I said, did I do something to make you mad? And he wrote back. He said, no. And I just realized, no, we just live 3,000 miles apart now. It's a sad thing, but that's how it goes. It's life, isn't it? I think so. I mean, I haven't seen so much of life. I'm still relatively young, but it does seem like that thing where you you lose people every once in a while. But it also makes it happier when when someone goes away, and then you actually do manage to retain a friendship and maintain some sense of... Uh, some sense of closeness. Oh yeah, that's a beautiful thing. It's work, but it's but it's good work. I think any relationship is work. It's true. So, I think that's it's a good thing. 
everything everybody is doing good things i just have a tendency to see them as bad things at first <laughs> you see bad things as good things so you don't like I change don't know. you're not I'm a fan like, of change like i said i'm the most anxious human being i think there is yeah what happened but, to you um, you said when you were young a bunch of fucked up shit happened and you keep saying you're anxious from it you don't like yeah. change um, what the fuck happened oh god this is gonna get this is gonna get really really heavy though real fast so i don't know people love i that. don't want to bum you out you have to go to a rock concert after this i'm gonna go to a rock concert <laughs> get that rage out to the wonderful <laughs> tunes of my wife's band hiccup but listen you're saying it's gonna bum everybody out and listen we all know. know the listeners of this podcast I mean, no. That's true. I, I guess they're used to it. Uh, I, a whole <laughs> bunch of them just lit up with big grins, and then a whole bunch of other ones went, I don't want to get bummed out by this podcast anymore. And then I'm sitting here okay. going, I can't give you all what you all want. Not everybody gets what <laughs> they I want. You, can I tell you a pun first to at least lighten it before we get into that? Yes, let's do. Let's commit to that, that you and I will pepper this That's sadness with puns. Just if it gets too heavy, we'll just look for puns. And I'm, I'm just going to give you puns. one pun. Okay. I'm a, okay. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask you a question, and it's gonna it's gonna be a yes or no answer. Okay. All right. So, have you heard about the restaurant on the moon? No. The food's great, but there's no atmosphere. Nice. Is that a pun? Is that really a pun? I don't know. I did like oh, your. Oh shit! Uh, now I'm questioning everything <laughs> in my life. I do like your uh, your cartoonish <laughs> giggle at your own joke afterwards. By the way, I like that. You did like the. Uh, well, you're younger than I am. There was an old cartoon character named Muttley. You know Muttley? Dick Dastardly and Muttley? Nope. Muttley. He used to laugh like you do. He went... <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, you laugh like Muttley. Oh, look God. it up. Muttley's the best. Muttley was the man. He's a little dog. He walked on his hind legs. He was evil. I'm going to look that up after, and yeah. I'll either be like laughing or I'll be probably offended, I guess. Yeah. Is that a pun? It's a, That sounds to me more like a joke. Like, isn't a pun, isn't a pun is, like a wordplay thing? I guess, well, I guess it's a pun. I guess you're right. I guess I you're know. right. You're completely right. I'm not trying to get you Shit. down. No. I did it to myself. It's okay. <laughs> now let's go Sorry, ahead. I didn't mean to yell at you. No, you didn't yell. Also, just so you know, I've been tracking your swears. You got one shit ton, three shits, a fuck, and a hell. That's where we're at with the swears. Okay, I'll try and calm it down. <laughs> yeah, cool. Or that. I can keep doing it, and we can just keep count. You can play some sort of drinking game out of oh, it, and you I've can get ready for your count. show, That's like okay. pre-gaming. Okay, now give yeah. me this sad stuff, and if Perfect. it gets too sad, we'll, we'll look for puns or things that are close to puns. Perfect. Um, okay, so I grew up in a like semi-normal family um, in the Northeast, so I'm familiar with New York and all of that jazz. But I had um, my best friend, she was uh, about a year younger than I was, was going on vacation with her family and was on the way to the hotel. And... Um, the driver just crashed headfirst into a tractor trailer and she was killed instantly. And I was 11. Um, and I guess that just really fucked me up for a while. Well, it, to say the least, it, it, it really explains away why you don't like your friends leaving. It puts a whole yeah, new layer on yeah. that. I feel bad that I, uh, I brought up my buddy who's successful no, I, in L.A., and then you turn around, you hit me. No, no, no. I honestly never really made the connection until just now. Really? Like, you're already doing a much better job than my therapist did, yeah. Yeah, who's this whack-ass therapist you got? I've been figuring <laughs> stuff out. Is, seriously. Ten minutes I've been figuring some, She's like a yogi, like, yogi, like, therapist lady. Oh, she's cool, cool, but she's also, she, uh, she's, she's something. She's a character. But yeah, yeah my that, shrink um, is as well. 
yeah and that um that happened so that, that sucks uh, i'm sorry no i mean i i mean it was over 10 years ago but i think that it's still something that because i think i've i don't know how to say this without sounding corny but i've been through so many different i don't know like after that i went to middle school and then high school and then college and out of college and you have so many different groups of friends and you don't really talk about it that much as you get older, even though it's one of those things that really sticks with you. Mm-hmm. I think in like kind of uh, just shaped every aspect of my life from there on out. Yeah. I would imagine. But, um, I would imagine. So yeah, that was after that I started having panic attacks, didn't know what they were or like what was happening to my body. Um, I mean, I was 11, was in like fifth grade, like, you never know like what's going on in fifth grade anyways. And then add that onto it was really yeah. the icing on the cake. But, um, and what did you, how did your parents but, help you through it? Um, I mean, I think they were confused. I don't think everybody was dealing with so much grief at the time that it was, they kind of just threw me into therapy thinking that that would help everything. And like, and, I mean, it helped a little bit, but they put me on all these pills and just made me feel super numb for like four or five years. Yeah. Um, and then I think, I don't know, fought a lot with my family at that time because I didn't really know what was going. Like, I, I didn't know that like mental health was even a thing. You know, I was so young. I was just like, oh, this is how I'm feeling. You yeah. know? Was that your Does first that encounter with sense? death? Um, no, my, uh, my grandma had passed away, but I was, I was probably seven or eight, Yeah. but I, I know, I remember thinking at that time, like, oh, but this is a more normal death. Like, this is what death is supposed to be like, you know? And I knew that like when my friend died, like, this isn't what death is supposed to be like. You're not, you're not like supposed to be 10. You're not supposed to go this way. I think that that sounds kind of fucked up saying it out loud but I don't know you think of like when your grandparents pass away it's kind of like a natural I don't know no it's true I don't think that's fucked up at all I think like uh I think I think that's totally true that um you know when 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 the elderly members of our family pass away they're they're teaching us something about how that goes I don't think that's fucked up I, I don't disagree with that at all yeah okay good um yeah but I remember knowing that like um I mean, her, her death was pretty well publicized in national news outlets and all this stuff. So really? having that layer of that on top of it, yeah, was like just an, an, like an added layer of um, pressure to grieve almost. I don't so, know So I gotta, I, really I, how to explain it. I don't want to like make yeah. you dwell on this too much, but if we're going there, I have to imagine like not everyone who dies in a car accident gets written up in national news outlets. So there, there was something... There's something like not- notable about this in some way, huh? Yeah, I think um, I think that her family was really well known in in the small town that I grew up in, and um, like I don't want to give away too many details. Oh, of but course, the, whatever you're the driver with. was not. Yeah, no, the um, driver was like not licensed, and um, they were going to this huge resort on this island that promised like safe driving, like all inclusive, like you'll have the time of your life, like this commercials that you see on TV and stuff. Um, uh. And then there were just like lawsuits and just so much stuff going on that it was, it wasn't 
you couldn't just like let it go. Like there were so many other layers to what had happened that it yeah. was hard to hard to shake. And did they like? Was it? I would imagine it's the type of thing too that your school, like school, you know, like do they have an assembly? Do they have all that? Type? Like you're not. This is a thing that's in your oh, face for I a mean, while, right? Dedicated, dedicated playgrounds and fields and plaques and trees and like, like the rock garden and it was, it was one of those things where that you couldn't. Not that I think I was even ready to move on from, but you couldn't move on from it because it was just so. Um, I don't want to sound insensitive, but it was just so present all the time. Um, and, you know, everybody was sending me flowers and cards and calling every day to check in. And it was like, I never had a second to just breathe and, and grieve myself. Yeah. I think, I think that it's taken me a really long time to grieve. And I don't think it's ever something that I'll be able to let go of, but I think I'm, I've definitely come to a much healthier place with that situation because of my friends that I made at school and, um, and stuff like that. But it was, it, it was hard. I don't think I, I really was able to let go of it until like five or six years ago. Yeah. Cause I imagine like hearing you say that it's, it's, it's a very strange thing to think that, you know, you never think of it, you know, you, people, people, people pass away and it's very often sad, but then, you know, you think about the people who are still, there and it's so weird to hear that it sounds like you almost became like a weird surrogate for people's grief with this girl like you're getting flowers that must make you feel so weird there was times where i'm sure it feels I, nice. I mean it did it's like why am i why am i getting flowers i didn't i didn't do it just it's like i didn't do anything what did why i don't know i was getting like chocolates and flowers and like bears and stuff like that and it's like i don't know i know people were trying to be nice but it was and I understand the intention behind it, but I was almost like, well, like, I don't, I didn't understand why I, all of that was being directed towards me. Yeah. And I would imagine as a it little kid. It was almost kid, like people were. Oh, no, say it. No, I'm, go ahead. I was going to say, it sounds like people are almost like wrapping up their sympathy for you in a way that confuses it with their grief for your friend. Yeah. That's, yeah. That'll I don't mess up a kid. I completely agree. I don't mess up a kid. It was, um, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, it definitely did for a little while. But, um, I mean, years of therapy later, I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm doing, doing much better, but it's, but it's, it's weird driving through my hometown now. There are just like dedications to her everywhere. Yeah. Um, I don't go back there that often, but when I do, it's, it's strange. It's almost like you have to relive it a little bit. You can't just go home. Yeah, that's that's a real that's a real bad time you're describing. I'm sorry you had to deal with that, especially as a kid. No, it's it's okay. I it happened, and I think that in a weird way, it's shaped every part of who I am today, like anxiety and all. Yeah. Um, I used to play a lot of sports when I was younger. I played um, ice hockey and softball and soccer and like, which is, I think to most people kind of hilarious. Like I'm very short. Um, so people imagine me like on the ice checking people against the board, like <laughs> it's kind of nice to see. But after all of that happened, I kind of threw my focus. I kept getting like really bad panic attacks. I was like so afraid of getting hurt or something happening to me. Yeah. Um, and like 
started doing like acting classes and voice lessons and theater and stuff like that. Oh, and hiding as a, hiding. You, you retreated into characters where maybe you felt a little more safe. Yeah. Look at wow, that. I bet, yeah. you, I bet your shrink Probably. yesterday didn't drop that bomb. I bet your shrink yesterday no, did not yeah, drop that bomb. That was a three-point shot right I there. A, I could hear the I swish. Have a, I have I could, a, <laughs> a lot of journaling to do tonight. <laughs> okay, we're going to pause it right there. I need to... We all need to take a breath. And you know what the best way to take a breath is? Is hearing about some of our fine sponsors that help make this show happen. Do you guys know that you can straight up make vinaigrette? I didn't until I started using Blue Apron and then I made vinaigrette. And yeah, I was proud of that. It's delicious on my summer salad that they sent over and that I made with my wife in our living room because that box shows up. It says Blue Apron. I love it. It means that we got healthy, fresh ingredients sitting right there for us. And me and my wife, we're going to sit down, have a meal, talk. It's become a ritual. It's a beautiful thing. I love Blue Apron. I love not just the uh, service that they provide, but also how they do it because they work with local farms, fisheries, and ranchers. All of their seafood is sustainably sourced. It's it's a very cool thing. They raise uh, all their all their animals raised humanely. It's a really it's a great thing. It has good impact on households and the environment. They know that when you're cooking with good ingredients, you're gonna you're gonna get addicted to to better food. I love it. I love it. I love it. Check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com/beautiful. You'll love it. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Do not wait. That's blueapron.com slash beautiful. Blue Apron is a better way to cook. Guys, my life has changed for the better recently because I now sleep on a Casper mattress, and it's amazing. This sleep surface, which they developed in-house, I've never never experienced anything like it. It's like it's like you lay in it, and it's... it's uh, it's very soft up top, but it's still a firm mattress. Both my wife and I have said we have less neck problems. They can also get a pillow through them, adaptive pillows, soft, breathable sheets through Casper, all sorts of stuff. Very, very quality product. Engineers have spent thousands of hours developing the Casper. It's springy. It has memory foam. It's really, really good. Regulates your temperature through the night. And also, guess what? They're not going to make you break the bank on this. Mattresses can cost over 1500 bucks. Casper, 500 bucks for a twin-size mattress, 750 for a full, 850 for a queen, 950 for a king. It's reasonable, and it's a great company. They have confidence in their product. It's an obsessively engineered mattress. It's at a shockingly fair price. Springy latex, supportive memory foam. It is an award-winning product. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. Free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. Try Casper for 100 nights, risk-free in your own home. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up, refund you. Made in America. Get 50 bucks towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com beautiful. Use the offer code beautiful. Terms and conditions apply. Let's get back into this phone call, and I'm, I'm going to do my best not to do that shrink thing. It's a bad habit of mine. Enjoy the call. Look at that. I bet your, I bet your shrink yesterday didn't drop that bomb. I bet your shrink yesterday did not drop that bomb. That was a three-point shot right there. I could hear the I swish. A, I, I could <laughs> a lot of journaling to do tonight <laughs> oh yeah you journal away you journal away my friend oh Hold man on. i gotta ask you how wait you said this all happened when you were 10 or 11 years old Mm-hmm. and you're playing full contact ice hockey younger than that checking full checking yeah 
I started well, I started playing hockey when I was like nine, and then I played until I was like fourteen or fifteen. But by then, I mean, you check people, whether mm. it's on purpose or an accident, because you just can't control like your limbs. Like when you're nine years old, <laughs> yeah, it happened. No, I didn't check people when I was nine. Okay. I got my first penalty box when I was nine. What'd you get your pe- like, What'd you get your penalty my box first for? Person. I accidentally okay. You know what hooking is in ho- hockey? Yeah, it's where you like it's try like to trip take, someone up. With you take st- your stick. Yeah. You like put your stick inside like the area between the skate and the blade, and you basically just hook onto it, and then you trip them. Yeah. Um, and but it, I swear to God, it was an accident. I like literally just like flung my stick out and accidentally like pulled it back because I didn't realize it was under this girl's skate, and she fell flat on her face. It was probably the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. But then the next thing I know, they're throwing me into the penalty box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like I look over shame. at my parents and my my dad is cheering or my mom is cheering super loud. And my dad just has this look of horror on his face. <laughs> like so your mom was bloodthirsty. Hilarious. Oh, heck yeah. I, they, they don't have any sons. So my mom and my dad, I think both are like, okay, they both like watching sports and stuff. And I was the only one who was like, yeah, I'll do this. I'll do, I'll like take, take the load of all the contact sports for us. Yeah, I do like hockey. I I tell you, I I don't really watch much hockey. I find it very hard to watch on TV. I didn't really grow up with hockey, although everybody in New Mm -hmm. Jersey loved the Devils. I just missed the boat on it. I do really appreciate the fact that when you break the rules, they make you sit in shame inside a box. I think that that's a cool thing for a sport to do. You sit in that box and be ashamed. Everybody knows you're in that box. That's a cool thing. Are there other sports that do that where they shame you? Sorry? I don't think there's other sports where you have to sit in a shame area for breaking the rules. I know. You just have to sit there. Think about it. You feel like everybody's looking at you because you're a cheater. (laughs) It was was an interesting time. But, yeah, I only got penalty box a few times after that. Yeah. That'll shape you up. Oh, yeah. Real quick. Real quick, it'll shoot you up. But I just thought it was funny. Like, to me, it was just fun. Yeah. Yeah. But. So you became. Yeah, so that was a. Sorry, can you hear me? I can, but something just changed. Did you go on speakerphone or something? Oh, sorry. I had to. I had to send a text, so I went into this little hallway to like put my phone on speakerphone. Wait so a I second. Text you're actively texting while you're here? It's just my grandma. Hold on. I promise it's just my grandma. Okay, it's your grandma, so I feel a little bad. There are people There are people who fight tooth and nail to try to get their phone call through on this show. There's there's people I get tweets from people going, When are you taking more calls? I have stuff I really need to tell you. And then you get on and you're okay. texting? No, no, she, she's in Europe and she just texted me and so I felt like I had to just respond really quickly. What I did swear you, that was the only one. What did you only say? One. What did you say? She she was like, "Hi, can I call you?" And I was like, "Sorry, I'm on the phone right now." I swear, I swear. You I can send you a DM with the text later. You want to pass through a three way <laughs> call with your grandma? Um, I don't. You don't know have if to. She would like that. Too, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. If you, you would, oh, your grandma wouldn't like She's it if you vacation. ambush her. If you ambush her on vacation with a random Honestly, man grandma, on the phone. My grandma is the coolest lady ever. Like my grandma is like so hilarious. 
she just like waltzes around. Like every time she comes to visit me, she makes me bring her to like the swanky mall and she makes me take her to Louis Vuitton. And then she, then she makes her them take out every bag in the store and doesn't buy anything every time. Wow. Grandma's, grandma's She's a fancy lady. Yeah. She, oh God. She's so funny. She retired recently. You're making and, um, me want to talk to your grandma and, really bad. I'll, I'll just listen to you talk to your grandma <laughs> and record it and broadcast it. I can tell you funny stories about her. Also, I, um, she's just, she's so funny. I was never really, I'm not really close with um, my grandparents on the other side of my family, but my grandma lives in the same town as I do. And like, people think it's funny when I tell them like, oh, my grandma is my best friend. But I'm like, not kidding <laughs> when I say That's that. That's cool. She's so funny. She like, um, I moved away from home to go to school. I live about a thousand miles away. Um, and so she likes to visit a bunch and, uh, she'll call me or text me and be like, Hey, do these work days work for, for a visit? And I'll, I'll be like, um, I mean, let me check my schedule when I get home, but like, that should be okay. And she's like, okay, good. Well, I mean, I booked it already, but like, um, but I can, I can just hang out. I'll, I'll have fun with myself. And I'm like, okay. So your grandma just comes <laughs> cool. and hangs out at your college campus. Um, I mean, I moved off campus after my sophomore year, but yeah, she would just come and hang out. She just like brings a bottle of whiskey and a box of wine and she's like set. Wow. Like give her like a bottle of wine, box of whiskey and like a, a season of like law and order. And she's like completely happy. Your grandma just gets fucked up and listen and watches law and order. We talking <laughs> SVU? Oh my God. I actually have an SVU tattoo on my foot. What are you talking yeah. about? What? <laughs> okay, so you know in the theme song, like the these are their stories, dun dun. Yeah. I have a I have a sound wave of that tattooed on my foot. A Me and my two best friends. Wait, do. a sound a sound wave of it? Yeah. What do you yeah. mean a sound wave? Okay, so like we all do music stuff. And so like we're like we can't actually get the words dun dun tattooed on our foot. <laughs> so what if we have a friend like put it into like they're, I don't know, whatever. I don't do sound stuff at all, but like put it into their thing, their software, and give us a sound wave of the recording. So it's like a, it almost looks like a heartbeat thing. I don't know what yeah, that's no, called. I know what you mean. So you have a visual, you have a visual representation of the dun dun from Law and Order, and there's multiple people in your life who have this. Yeah. You love SVU yeah. that much. Yeah, not even that, but, like, this sounds really hilarious. And you're, I usually tell people, like, I usually make something else up for it. I usually say, like, oh, it's a poem, and I had my grandma say it out loud, and then I got a blah, blah, blah. And uh, so I don't actually tell that many people that it's SVU-related. But um, <laughs> SVU? Did I say SUV? Um, and, yeah, so me and my, like, two best friends, we, like, bonded over it, like, years ago. We always joked around about how funny it would be to get, like, Dun Dun tattooed on us. And so we did. Which one of you regretted it first? Uh, probably me. You did. <laughs> I hid my tattoos from my parents for like three years. How many they other were, like, tattoos really do you have? It. I have two others. They're all really small. Like they're all easily covered. But I told them um, for the first time in July. And then my mom was like, I was so afraid. My mom isn't a scary person, but... Um, but she can be when she wants to be. Like, she's a Jersey girl, so, like, she can be scary. Oh, where's she from? Um, she's from Fairfield, New Jersey. Get the fuck out of here. I lived there for, like, uh, 15 years. No shit. 
Yeah, after my parents. That's I went, really funny. I, I grew up in West Orange, and then my parents moved to Fairfield. So your mom's Italian, huh? <laughs> uh, no, she's actually completely Irish, but everybody really? in her town was Italian, and Every her parents single- got really angry <laughs> when her sister married an Italian guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those two cultures have so much <laughs> like, in I've common. Heard so much about the politics of it. Yeah, for some reason, Irish Americans and Italian Americans butt heads, even though they are largely the same exact people with different types of food. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And one tans and one don't. Doesn't. Wow. Look at that. So, yeah. yeah. I bet your mom's been to the That's old funny. Anthony Pio Costa library. I'll have to ask her, On probably. Hollywood, Hollywood Avenue, the Anthony Pio Costa library. Okay. When we moved, when we <laughs> moved to, to that town, my brother, one of the hardest times my brother ever made me laugh, we moved to Fairfield, New Jersey, and we drove past it for the first time, and he goes, who the fuck is Anthony P. Costa, and why does he get a library? <laughs> made me laugh really hard. That's so funny. And then I lived on Vine Street in Fairfield, New Jersey, so I lived at uh, Hollywood Very and cool. Vine, Hollywood and Vine, a young man chasing his entertainment dream. In uh, good old Fairfield, New Jersey. Yeah, Fairfield. Many, many a long night spent driving back from New York City, doing shows, driving back to Fairfield, New Jersey, wondering if I was making really bad choices with my life. (laughs) Fairfield, New Jersey. Don't we all? Look at that. So I know. That's so funny. I know your mom can be a scary lady because she's got that Essex County in her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she can be real scary. I don't even remember what I was saying before this, but yeah. About tattoos. She's a great lady, but she can be real scary. Oh, tattoos, yeah. I called her, and I, we had this, like, really long conversation. Are all your TV... We talk on the phone, like, every are, other day. Are all your tattoos what? related to TV procedural shows, or...? Just the one, for yeah, now. Yeah, What are the others? <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't really watch that much TV. Huh? What are the others? Um. So, one is Roman numerals for 15... It's like not at all related to the Taylor Swift song, which I've been asked before. But um, last year, I kind of had a kick-ass year, like not going to lie. So I decided on New Year's Eve, me and my friends were like downtown and there was a tattoo shop and we had a couple drinks and we were like, why don't we like go get tattoos? <laughs> and so she got like a, something else, but I, uh, it, I got Roman numerals for 15 tattooed on my arm. Mm-hmm. They're really small. It's mm-hmm. teeny. Kind of cute. Okay. So, yeah, and then the other one on my side is um is sounds kind of weird as well, but it's a window. Um and I got that at the same time as my SVU tattoo and it just there's this poem I can't even remember the the context of it, but it was basically just like like you are a window into the world, like clean off your window every day and just like I mean, you see in and you see out of a window to like, I don't know, clear your mind every day. Just, just do, I'm not doing a good job of explaining it, but just like see the world through a new lens every day. Almost. It's just whatever happened yesterday was yesterday and whatever happens today is today. And whatever happens tomorrow, that's not nothing you can control or worry about right now. Good advice. Um, yeah. And I, I just, I love uh, light which is a weird thing to say, but everything that has to do with light, like my apartment, I made sure it has to have tons of light in it. And I think, you know, windows are the, I don't know. They, they, that's what they let in. That's their job. You might say windows are the eyes to the soul. Exactly. This is a good flip. Was that uh, a pun? Yeah. Was that a pun? 
I think it maybe was a pun. I, don't I think, think I'll, I'll run a poll on Twitter. I don't think that was a pun by a long shot. <laughs> it was an okay joke, and yeah. I was way too proud of it. That's what that was. That's how mine was before, so we're kind of even now. That's okay. I feel like there's going to be a lot of debate about whether or not yours was a pun. I'm going to say it Like, qualifies. I feel like this might be more controversial than the Trump episode. Like, the whole, like, pun <laughs> crowd is just going to come after. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Turn. As soon as I heard, as soon as I heard that, was, that you said that was a pun, I hung up. That's not a pun. Fuck you. It's not a pun. <laughs> what if this that. was, like, the first one that you just, like, hung up on me for? <laughs> like, I said the pun, and then you had just hung up. I'm saying, that's not a pun. <laughs> Click, I'm out of here. That is definitely not, not a pun. not doing this show anymore. I don't want fake puns. No fake puns on this show. <laughs> no fake puns. It's going to be a hashtag. No fake puns. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, some, that's some good stuff. Do you have tattoos? Yeah, I have three tattoos. What are your tattoos? My first tattoo was in 2008. I met a man named Morrissey, who people have heard me talk about a lot on this show. Mm-hmm. Lead singer of a band yep. named the Smiths. He played the Jimmy Fallon show. Very familiar. Yes, he played the Jimmy Fallon show. I have friends who worked there. I asked them if they could get me in. I got backstage. He was walking down the hallway. I met him. I had called it. I had done a show a few days prior, and I said to the crowd, I swear to you, if I can meet Morrissey, and bring a marker, get him to sign me, and I'll get it tattooed. And he did, and it was terrifying and beautiful and touching. And uh, and yeah, that was my first one, Morrissey's signature. I got it. He wrote his name on me, and I ran down to a tattoo parlor in the East Village. And uh, and and I, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, as soon as he signed me, a friend of mine goes. Uh, I, I turned to my friend. I go, I got to get this tattooed, right? He goes, well, your only other option is you're not getting it tattooed, and you're not doing that. Go. And I went, I got it tattooed. <laughs> and then my second... That's, that's awesome. My second tattoo is also Morrissey-related, sadly enough. <laughs> uh, there was also a period... I, I mean, who am I to judge? I have a Law & Order tattoo. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to... If you tried to judge me, I would have shut that down hard and fast. Yeah. Uh, but I will yeah, say there yeah, was a no. there was a stretch where if you Googled Morrissey tattoo, I came up. A big picture of me came up. I don't know if that's still true. Oh hell yeah! We're gonna check it now. If you Google image search Morrissey tattoo, there was a long stretch where my picture <laughs> came up. But I don't I don't think that's, that's true awesome. anymore. Hold on, we're gonna I check. Would Click Google on it right image. now, but but I'm afraid I'm afraid to do anything else on my phone. Yeah, they, I, you're I, texting. Uh, you got yelled at. I know. Thanks, Grandma. Um, yeah, it looks like I just Googled it. It looks like I don't come up anymore if you Google Morrissey tattoo, but I was one of the early. Oh, wait, was that it? That might be it. Oh, anyway, who cares about that? Well, I'll look it up later. So, my second one, there was one year, 2012, I fell off the wagon. I did a whole bunch of MDMA at Bonnaroo, and it led to a life downfall of about four months. Part of this downfall was that on my right bicep, very close to the Morrissey tattoo. I got the words, it takes strength to be gentle and kind um, mm-hmm. from the song, I Know It's Over, which I have sung previously yep. on this podcast. And then on my left shoulder. Very familiar, yeah. My left shoulder, same summer, that MDMA fallout, very bad summer in my life. I, uh, I did, in fact, get a, uh, a tattoo on my left shoulder that says the phrase, lose well which is a thing that relates to the Chris Gethard show. That's a phrase that came out of the Gethard show that a lot of people 
um, really responded to well, which is the idea that it's okay if you lose. You're allowed to be a loser. Just be good at it. Don't think too hard about it. Don't yeah. sweat it too much. Don't stress it. Just be a loser and be okay with that. Hey, we're all losers in one way or another. We are. And here's a big reason why I'm a loser is <laughs> I just saw that if you Google Morrissey tattoo and scroll down about 13 columns, a picture of me <laughs> does in fact does in fact pop up. Does in fact pop up. That I'm really that's impressed with your multitasking. Well, I didn't I, even know you were still scrolling. No, you called a, me out as soon as I had with texting before. Well, I, there's also, we got the Reverend John Delore. He's in the other room. He can help me out with these things. Oh, yeah. Has your grandma nice. texted you back? Um, hold on, let me check. Mm-hmm. Nope. Wow. Okay. Also, <laughs> John looked it up. It looks but, like your um, moon joke was a pun. Looks like it was a pun. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was wrong. I can admit when I'm wrong. Hey, lose well. <laughs> <laughs> you threw that one right in my fucking face real quick. Real quick. You, you, nailed, me on that. you nailed me on that one. That was a real quick turnaround. For you to throw that. I'm right. like real, I'm like quick on my toes this week. This usually doesn't happen. She burned me. Kid burned me on that one. She looped it around real quick. It'd be funny. I'm gonna go get some ointment to treat that sick burn. And while I do, you guys should listen to some words from our sponsors. Everybody knows that I love therapy. I'm someone willing to talk about it. I don't get why it's a thing that we. We don't talk about it. I think it's a thing that everyone should think about doing if they think it'll make their life better. And I think that therapy can and should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. It's exactly what Talkspace is. Only with Talkspace do you get unlimited messaging to your dedicated, licensed therapist for just $32 a week. That's so affordable. It's, they're making a service that you might need very affordable. Join over 300,000 users who already know that with Talkspace, you can text, audio message, or video message your therapist as many times as you want without having to wait a whole week for your next appointment because with Talkspace, your therapist is always right there in your pocket or on your computer. Now you can even schedule a live video session with your therapist right from your smartphone. Visit Talkspace.com slash beautiful for a special $30 discount of your first month or download the Talkspace app on the Apple or Android app store. Use coupon code beautiful. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. I really hope you guys patronize the goods and services offered by those products as they make this show happen. And speaking of that show, let's get back to it. That's good. That's good. What's going on? Yeah, that's good. So what do you think? Are you going to stay in this town forever? Or when are you leaving to? Um, I've actually been thinking a lot about that lately. Um, I mean, I love it here. This was such a huge, vital, important part of my career and my friendships and relationships. And it's going to be hard to leave. I know that I think I've got a couple more years left. And you're still living in I was your back college up in New town. York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a great little city. I'm um, jealous of that. I hated my college and my college town. What college did you go to? Rutgers University in New Brunswick, New Jersey. My mom went there too. Come on, <laughs> me and your you mom have so, so much, much in common. common. Like you should be talking to her. What do I got to do to talk to her? Mom? Not me. Can we three-way your mom? Oh man. Can we three-way call your mom? You said no to grandma. <laughs> what about mom? 
Oh God. Um, okay, she might be at work. Are we? Are we gonna call your mom at work? Can I? Okay, am I allowed to text her real quick? Can I text her to, yes, see, to check yes, real quick? Yes, yes, yes. Text whoever you want. I'm just okay, kidding around about okay. being mad. Yeah. Okay. On speaker phone. Okay. How much time do we have left? Seventeen minutes. Okay. Shoot. All right. I just texted her to ask if she's free. <laughs> she works. She works in a hospital, so she might not oh, be free. I don't want to bother your mom well, at a hospital. No, I mean she's she's not like a doctor or anything. She doesn't like she passes out at the sight of blood. For some reason, she's working in a okay, hospital. So we're not going to interrupt your mom as she's trying to like actively save lives. Okay. No. 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 Let me see. She might have texted me back. Hmm. Hold on. Sorry, I don't mean to be uninteresting. That's okay. Nobody ever said you had to be interesting. Uh, yeah, okay. I texted her and my sister is back up. And your sister? Is your sister from New Jersey as well? No. Oh, wait. My mom texted back. She said she's free. Your mom is free. <laughs> your mom is, in fact, free. So now it comes down to you, my friend. What's the decision here? Are we going to three-way call your mom on Beautiful Anonymous? <laughs> okay, I said... But can I call her into a podcast? Okay. She's going to be like, what's a podcast? Tell her not to say her name or any, any of that. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> well, then, then don't say your name. It's a podcast that interviews people anonymously. <laughs> She's literally going to be like, is my daughter going to get, like, taken or something? She doesn't have a southern accent at all. She's from Jersey. Yeah, you have a little bit of one. You have a little southern accent, huh? I don't. I really don't. I say y'all now, I guess. That's I, I hear just the faintest traces of a southern accent. I don't have she, I, Every time I, like, talk about my grandma or my mom or anyone, I give them southern accents, and they're, like, very much from the northeast. Yeah. Where were you, where'd you grow up? Okay, how do I how do I do this? She said I can do it. Add call. I think add call, yeah. Add call. <laughs> oh, we hear your finger touching the add call button. Very realistic soundscape here on Beautiful Anonymous. Real life sounds as we attempt to three-way call. I think this is the part of the three-way process where she has to touch merge call eventually, I think. She says, say, merge calls at some point. We can hear that the phone line is currently cut off. Currently cut off. Hopefully a merge call button will be hit soon and we'll be here with this young lady's mother. I've felt pretty good about this call so far. This girl seems very nice. For a young person, she really has herself together, especially for a young person who dealt with so much adversity as a child. Hello? Hello? Are we all here? I'm here. I'm here. Hey, how's it going? So you're this young hey, lady's mom. mom. I've been talking to your daughter for um, about 45 minutes. She's lovely. <laughs> Why, thank you. You raised a really good kid, it sounds like. Especially, it sounds she was telling me she had to deal with some tough situations when she was a kid. And it sounds like um, she's, she's a very uh, resilient young lady. Yeah, yeah, she, she did, and, and she, she's quite amazing. Yes. Yeah, you must be proud. And then she mentions to me that you're from Fairfield, New Jersey. Guess what? My family lived in Fairfield, New Jersey from 1998 to about 2012. Oh, get out. Get out. I was out of there quite a while ago, probably in 
83, I think, 82, I, we, we had moved out of there. But that's really funny. What a small world. Very small world. I got a question for you. When you were there... Was sure. there was there was the library on Hollywood Avenue called the Anthony P. Ocosta Library? I do not remember what it was called. It was I think it was just a Fairfield Public Library. I was I was hoping you would be able to tell me why Anthony P. Acosta, who he is, why he's such a big deal that he gets his own library. I have had no idea. I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, Anthony P. Acosta <laughs> Library, Hollywood Avenue. My family lived on Vine Street, Vine Street in Fairfield, New Jersey. Uh, wait, what was that? My family lived on Vine Street. Vi- where's Vi- that's off of Hollywood Avenue, right? Off of Hollywood <laughs> Avenue, yeah, before you get to Horseneck Road. Yeah, I know where Horseneck Road is, yep. What, what part of so Fair- funny. We lived on We lived on Brook Street. We lived right off of Clinton Road. Oh, off of Clinton Road. So that's right up by 46. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Is that on the yep. other side of 46 where it's still Fairfield? Yeah, it was still Fairfield. We, yeah. we were right on the uh, West Caldwell line. Yeah, the West Caldwell line, right by the uh, Bel Air lanes. The, yep. The old, um, the old bowling alley was down there at the end of that road. Yeah, where was that? That was down where... Uh, where I remember uh, the name of it. Clinton Ave meets Passaic. Oh, correct. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Now I was stunned. I, I was stunned to hear that you grew up in Fairfield and you're not Italian. That town is ninety nine percent Italian. It is ninety nine point nine percent Italian, actually. It is. Is that true? Is yeah, that... my my yeah my street was um, I don't know Pignatello, Sopranos, um, Sopranos, Salemis, the Torellis. Yeah, we yeah yeah we we were we were the outcasts. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, we were. Your daughter tells me you're Irish. I'm. I my my family was all Jersey Irish too, from West Orange. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And where where are you now? Are you in Nashville now? No. Although I think you just outed that your daughter your daughter has (laughs) has carefully avoided telling us the city she lives in, and now we all know it's Nashville. No, I'm in Queens, New York now. I'm in Queens, New York. So, oh, okay. No, I do so, this. Mom, the podcast is is called Beautiful Anonymous. So you basically call. This yeah. is Chris, and he hosts it. And you basically like don't tell your name or like where you live, but that's okay. And then we There's just talk about whatever. Here. Talk about whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I literally called you on a whim, and I was like, "Hey, are you free?" This is so nice. Yeah, that's so funny. What is there? Any, is so. there any, like mom, mom? Is there anything you'd like to share with the world? Don't say my name. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot here. That's okay. We're I just friends know. having a I conversation. Just friends having a conversation. A couple of Jersey pals, Essex County. A couple you, oh, of Jersey pals. Yeah, you ever go absolutely. to the Versailles? You, I bet you went to the Versailles Diner. I know. I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever been there. You've never went. I think of the Red Coach Diner. Oh, the Red Coach. I think that maybe was before my time. You went. Did you go to West Essex High? I did go to West Essex High. Look at that. Look at that. I once went to a concert at West Essex High. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Also, just so you know, your they didn't do concerts when I was there. Your daughter has has sworn nine times during the duration of this podcast, and I wrote them all down. <laughs> if you want to know which one she said, I can tell you all of them. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Your daughter has sweared, sworn nine times. She has said nine curse words throughout the duration of our conversation. I can tell you which ones if you want to hear it. No, that's okay. 
Okay, that's that's a jersey to be that's rubbed off on her. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I will say that she doesn't even care. One of them was a heck yeah, so that doesn't really even count. <laughs> Try to clean it up a little bit. Indeed. Yeah, you got to clean it up, hon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it all from from you. She did tell me. She told me a story about you. She said that when she was a kid, she checked. She she cheated at hockey and put another girl on the ice, and got put in the penalty box. And when she looked up, you were cheering with a bloodlust. <laughs> we were very excited. We were very. She was so excited to be in the penalty box. It was awesome. I See, don't think Dad was as excited, to be honest. No, <laughs> I mean you seemed excited, so I'm like, well, she's happy. I'm happy. Look at that. Yep. Wow. Wow. Yep. There you go. We're very similar. I think we're way more similar than we ever thought. Oh God, yes. Yeah, definitely. And is it is it your mom? Yeah, definitely. Is it your mom who who your daughter is close with? Is it is it the maternal? She's told us about her grandma. No, that's my husband's mother, actually. Oh yeah, and she says she says you're that's, uh, her, that's her paternal grandmother. She says your mother. Your, She's great. Says your mother-in-law is a real uh, real shit kicker. Drinks whiskey and watches Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> that way, that's what you want to call her. Yeah, I think she is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your daughter did not use the yeah. phrase "shit kicker." Lady. I I inserted <laughs> the phrase "shit kicker" just to be clear. Um. Yeah, I would. <laughs> And I think she'd be proud of that title. I just want to oh, thank you yeah. for rolling with this because this totally. is a, a very overwhelming and confusing situation you've been thrust into, and you're really rolling with the punches with a lot of grace. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally confused, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> It'll make more sense later. <laughs> It'll okay. make more okay. sense later. You remember, oh, you remember Fountains okay. of Wayne? All you right. like that place, Fountains of Wayne? Remember that place? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Talk about Italian. Holy cow. Yeah. That band Is that named a bar? Can, no. Um, no, it's a big, like, um, a catering hall type place, but it's uh, got more statues of lions than I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, no, it's had a. It was like a statue a store. No. A, they sold those it's a statues. Store that was right yeah. You go by yeah, Fountains. Yeah, right near a Willowbrook Mall. Yeah, right next to the Willowbrook Mall. Love the Willowbrook Mall. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is hilarious. But yeah. So what do we need to know? Yeah. So mom, mom Oh what, god. What My mom we, used to be crazy in high school. Your mom was crazy in high school? <laughs> huh? Not in high school. Not in high school. More in college than high school. I also like that you sensed I was about to ask your mom about you and you immediately flipped it onto your mom. Good job on that one. <laughs> you like I feel like it, you, you get to know me a little more when you get to know my mom. How were you crazy in oh, college? Because uh, I hear you went to oh, Rutgers. I, I went to Rutgers, too. I did not go to Rutgers. I went to Ramapo. Oh, what? And Ramapo. Wrong R. Wrong Your daughter R. doesn't even Look, know where you went to school. Ramapo's up north. I'm sorry. Know, right? What's going on with this? I know. You're real stern talking yeah. to. That needs to happen on that one. <laughs> By who? <laughs> I know where my parents went to college, Ryder and Montclair State. Ah. Real Jersey. Damn it. Real Jersey stuff. I tried. I tried. So, Mom, what do we need to know but, about your daughter? If you could sum up your daughter in 30 seconds, what do you, what, what do you think here? Because I've, um, I've gotten the don't sense. Don't say she, my name. She, I get the sense she's a real <laughs> sweet she's, kid. She's passionate. She's determined. She's hardworking. She's fun. Uh, she looked crazy like a mother. Um, 
and she's just she's awesome, absolutely awesome. Now, caller, how does that Thanks, make you Mom. feel to hear your mom say all those nice things? Feels real good. We we mm-hmm. fought we fought a lot when I was younger. What so settled is, it? What settled these fights? How'd you move on? I, I think when I moved to college. Mom, yeah. would you agree yeah. with that? Yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. And yep. your daughter uses cool like, phrases like the capacity and means to do so. That's real smarty pants stuff. You got a smart daughter. <laughs> Don't let me fool you. I'm really not. I don't know the <laughs> capacity it means. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was like the first time I visited home after I went to school. We just like drank a bunch of wine and cried together. <laughs> wow, that sounds intense. <laughs> In a good way. It sounds really intense. It was all good. It was all good. Now, mom, your daughter hasn't told me what she's pursuing, but she's indicated vaguely that it it, it has something to do with the arts. Are you supportive of your daughter's artistic pursuits? A hundred percent. That's awesome. A hundred percent. That's cool. Yeah. I was visited home like two weeks ago and she was the one who basically convinced me to go part-time at this full-time job I'm working at and like pursue this more full-time, which was pretty kick-ass of her, I'd say. I don't think many parents would do that. Yeah, that's cool. A lot of parents are quite concerned when their kids want to be artists because it's an unstable life full of uncertainty and fear. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to do it. This is the time to do it. It is, but this is the this is the time. This is the age to do it if you want to do it. Yeah, you don't have much responsibility. We're not going to let you starve. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you got to go for it. That's always her thing. Is whenever I like call her and I'm like scared, she's like, "We're not going to let you starve." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. Like I might not have anything <laughs> else, but at least I'll have some food. <laughs> at least we should be eating." <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll send you down some ramen noodles. You'll be fine. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, so you're you're willing to feed her, but not not nothing too nothing too fancy. Just uh, some microwave <laughs> no, microwave no, noodles. No cake. I mean, that's ridiculous. I, I don't even eat cake. I know, right? Thunder down the chicken. So yeah. the, the way this works, Mom, is that we we have a countdown from an hour. We called you pretty late into that hour. We have about two minutes left, so I don't know if there's anything you guys want to say here at the shared call. I want to thank you both for doing this because this has been very pleasant and surprising. Is there anything you want to get off your chest? Any messages to the world? Because mom, I don't know if you know this, there's probably about 140,000 people that are going to listen to this conversation. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Well over 100,000 people are going to listen to you reminisce with me about the Fountains of Wayne. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I feel like... Yeah, I think this was a good call, I think. I don't know. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. My pleasure. When's the next time you guys get to see each other and hang out? Uh, Probably Thanksgiving. Yeah, probably Thanksgiving. Wow, that's a ways away. I'm glad that so, I got to connect you guys for a few minutes here. Yeah, well, thank you. Appreciate Please. it. Thank you. Thank you for raising a cool daughter and a, and a tough daughter who, uh, who who's willing to share. You're very welcome. It was nice chatting. It was very nice that chatting. Is, is our time? No, I mean, we got this a minute left. Cool. It sounds like your mom's trying to skid out. It sounds like your mom's done with this shit. Okay. Sorry, mom. You can no, no, my God. <laughs> <laughs> your no, mom's kind of over I thought it. we were over, so no. Your yeah, mom, it was a well, fun phone call. It, it, this, was, this was cool. I don't think we get to talk like that enough. Thanks, Chris. We don't really. Yeah, oh, thanks, Chris. You guys don't always open up to each other, huh? Mm, no, we do. 
We do. We do. Okay. Not usually in the afternoon. Usually over a couple glasses of wine, but. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Also, Mom, just so you know, your daughter has a mastery of puns. I don't know if you're aware of that. <laughs> I don't know if I'm aware of that or not. <laughs> oh, when she starts Hidden breaking, when she starts breaking down these puns to you, you're gonna lose your mind. Oh my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> well, I feel like are we up? You got ten seconds until that bell rings. So you got ten seconds of things you Shoot. want to shout. I guess we'll 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 just close it out. With, Thank you. This was this was awesome. Got a lot off my chest. Felt good. Excellent. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> I want to thank that caller. She's quite charming, and I want to thank her. Really, her mom was so game. She's wrong with the punches. It's not every day you get a stranger calling you and ranting about Fairfield, New Jersey. Uh, but it was it was such a pleasure to talk to them. And, and thank you guys all for listening, especially if you listened all the way through. It's important. It means a lot to me. Thank you guys so much. And if you want to hear more of my voice, I actually guest-hosted Death, Sex, and Money this week, filling in for the great Anna Sale, someone I admire greatly, interviewed my friend Tim Dillon. It was a fantastic conversation. I think you guys might like it. I was spending time in crack houses. I learned some of the greatest lessons of my life in crack houses. I mean, How old were you when you started hanging out in crack houses? And, and you say you learned 13. lessons. 13. I learned a lot of lessons. What are the lessons you learn at, at 13? That crack, crack has positives and negatives is one of the lessons, and that life has positive me. Nothing is all bad. Nothing's all good. What are the positives of crap? Go ahead, check it out. The link is at our show page. I hope you enjoy it. I want to thank a few people. I want to thank the Reverend John Delore. I want to thank Greta Cohn. I want to thank Shell Shag for the intro music. And I want to thank all you guys for listening. Remember, if you want to know more about me, uh, chrisgeth.com has all my dates and most importantly www.careersuicideshow.com I'm going off Broadway it's terrifying I'm scared I'm going to sell zero tickets if you guys are in New York please come on by it's a very open honest show it'd mean a lot to see you there and if not no worries uh, that that's totally fine you know what you could do also if you want to is go rate, review, subscribe to this show on iTunes it really really helps genuinely Thank you all for the support, for telling your friends about the show, for having my back. We'll see you next week with more Beautiful Anonymous. Next time on Beautiful Anonymous. As a child, it was a nightmare. I was in a store that sold things to wear. But they weren't dresses made of silk and laces, instead just rows and rows of empty faces. Aisles for hair, moods, and skills, for skin tone, attitude, thrills. A sign above me read, you can be whoever, for the right price, you can change your forever. To make a choice for one, impossible. I am too young, too scared, unable. How can I know my skills, my passions, my desires? I wandered through the aisles, reading the tags, looking at prices. That's next time on Beautiful Anonymous. Hey. 
Hey folks, it's me, Mark Marin. And if you love podcasts, you don't want to miss, now hear this. A really big podcasting festival coming in October to the Los Angeles area. Come see me and lots of shows you love. More than 30 great podcasts live on six stages. It'll be a weekend full of laughs, storytelling, and your favorite hosts up close. You've got earwolf favorites like Comedy Bang Bang and with special guest Lauren Lapkus. Plus more great shows like Brilliant Idiots, Criminal, and The Moth. And I'm doing a special WTF as well. Do a VIP pass for meet and greets with your favorite hosts. Sit up close in reserved seating. Hang out in the VIP lounge and get more special perks as well. It all happens at Now Hear This, October 28th through the 30th in Anaheim, California, right near Los Angeles. Don't miss it. Go to NowHearThisFest.com to buy your tickets. Okay? Good. Great. This has been an Earwolf production, executive produced by Scott Ackerman and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf.